Welcome to CooperCast, yet another episode of Go Ask Al Listener Questions. This is your host, Al's bassoon, John Sachs. We answer questions about the idea of a Cooper movie, about maybe not sending Al your demos, life in Queens in the old days, and a short interview with Nilly the dog, who is, of course, our canine commentator. Chris says, I think there should be a movie made about your life dramatizing the great rock and roll musicians you have been able to work with for the past 60 years. Uh, can you... Oh, he, he actually wants to talk to you about making the Al Cooper story as a movie. Did you ever uh, reach out back to him for the... Maybe he's a Hollywood guy. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to be 80 in 10 minutes. <laughs> I can't. Um, I, 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 I don't leave the house. Yeah, but uh, how am I, I going to do any appreciable work other than being a disc jockey? Oh, you're, you don't have to work on the movie. You just have to call them and say, you know, sure, it's a great idea to do it. Who, who plays Al Cooper? Over my head. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I don't think I would let anything go like that unless it was a documentary. I see. You wouldn't want it to be a dramatic acted film? No, no, that would be stupid. It would be very difficult. Yes. I mean, you'd have to, people would have to play Dylan. People would have to play Joni Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, that's like stupid. Yeah. Uh, a gentleman has sent in links to his three new albums for Al to listen to, folks. I don't do that. D- don't don't send your stuff to Al to listen to because he just can't be doing that. Like I said, I'm 80 years old. I do not leave the house except for doctor's appointments. So I can't produce an album. And, uh, and I'm tired. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You don't... All you have to do is click on these, but you're not really in the business of of listening to other people's albums and helping them make it in the biz. No, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I can't help them anymore because I'm not in the business anymore. Okay. I don't know who the president of any record company is. Yeah. And And nobody, like, you know... Calls me to produce a record. Yeah. And and I couldn't anyway. I can't I literally can't leave the house except for doctor's appointments. Going back to the old days, Bruce wants to know what memories can you share about growing up in Queens? Well, I could share a lot, but it's boring. <laughs> There's a bunch of it in your book. Yeah, that's so, why I wrote the book. So it's in the book. But let me just, to get a picture of it, did you and other kids gather and play baseball or basketball in the park? Was it that kind of a thing? No. No? No. Um, when we first moved there, we lived in a two-family house on a, a block kind of filled with old two-family houses. Um, And it was uh, uh, all sorts of uh, religions and, you know, it wasn't 
anything like that. Very post-war, 50s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, was there like gangs, not gangs in the, in the, in the, in the bad sense, but just bunches of kids that hung out on the street playing? No, no, no. One like that. It was just, just was there. Mm. I mean, there were, yeah, there were kids on the street and, and there were, you know, people within my age range. Mm. And my, my cousin lived downstairs. Oh. With my uncle and aunt. Mm. And we lived upstairs. Mm. So that was how it started. Yeah. And I lived there for probably six years. Mm-hmm. And when, then we moved further up the turnpike to a, a, a single family home. Ah, that's moving up. Yes. And and things changed. Mm. In what way? Um, my, my parents got very involved in the the, the Jewish temple. Ah. And uh, uh, and they became uh, my mother became the head of the women's organization. Mm. And my father became president of the temple. Oh, really? Okay. So then everything changed. Hmm. Then we moved into uh, also all on Union Turnpike. All these houses were off Union Turnpike. Yeah. Which was a main road. Right. That ran through Queens. So, for instance, uh, my first address was 75-34 and a street. Right. Then the next one was 8007. And the third one, which I can't remember, was a a, a, a really big apartment house. Mm. But but they were, you know, nice apartments. Right. It was, it was very nice. So you moved from the single family house into a big apartment. Yeah. Oh. I, I, it wasn't so big, but it was very nice. Okay. And the, and the uh, the building was very nice, and, you know. And they had um there were th- three buildings. So it wasn't just one. Yeah. Took up uh a lot of space. Right. Across the turnpike. Did you uh Every time you moved, did you change schools? Yeah, by that time, I was going to college. Oh, okay. So you went from this apartment, your next big move, aside from college, was to when you started living in New York City? Yeah. Yeah. When did well, you actually start living in New York City? I remember this story. Uh, I, well, in my first marriage... Hmm. I lived in um, Forest Hills, mm. but but I moved to, to uh, Greenwich Village. Yeah, uh, one forty Waverly Place, and uh, and then to Twelfth uh, Street. Wow! But then I was in my second marriage already. Wow. Okay. Well, no, no, it. T- Took a while. Took a while, all right. But it's funny how you can remember the street addresses of all three places 
in Queens, can you remember your childhood phone numbers? Because I can remember my, my childhood phone number, 4458. I mean, like, hey, I can't tell you. You can, you can tell me the last four numbers. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, but that stuff that gets baked into your brain when you're small, it pretty much stays how, how there. How much older am I than you? Uh, about nine years older. Well, that's a difference. No, seven years older. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, I think we have one more question here. Oh, this is a nice one to end on. Nilly, can you come comment on this, please? Nilly, come here. Nilly, because here's the question. Joan, MR, says, I saw a photo of you with a dog on the Internet. Do you want to talk about that dog? Of course, you don't know what dog it is. Yeah. Hey, hey. Here, we're going to do a live sound of Nilly eating a dog biscuit. You want a biscuit? <laughs> that was Nilly eating a dog biscuit. Very happy, Nilly. So Al can't know what picture, uh, uh, what dog was in the picture, but uh, you can answer the second part of the question. Do you have a dog now? And the dog's right here. I do. I have a, a lovely black Eight-year-old? Nine. Nine-year-old. And where did Nelly come from? Vieques. Oh, this a rescue dog from, uh, Puerto Rico. from Puerto Rico. And couldn't be sweeter, right? Let me ask you a question, Nelly. <laughs> I was going to ask Nelly if she was a good dog, which is the question everybody good asks enough. every dog. And they just look at you and they say, that's a really stupid question, but they... We have come to the end of another week of <laughs> fascinating questions. Al is in tears. He can't believe it's over. And we will probably turn this into one or two episodes, which we will put out soon. This has been CooperCast, another Go Ask Al episode brought to you by Dog Biscuits. Input your questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.